All right, well, welcome back to our two sets. Hello, friends. I think we'll be kicking it off here with uh, something about the network, I believe, right? We are finishing up this white paper. Um, so this is this network part was where I was kind of like, okay, okay. So are we talking network in a sense of is this nodes or is this is like this? It's not a bank, but it is like the entity of who's creating all these things because it talks about the steps to run the network. And and I was like, is this where the baby bitcoins come from? Like, is this how you make a Bitcoin? Is this, well, you, how, is this how babies are made? You actually Bitcoin make work? the Bitcoin through the mining process, through the gold diggers. Through That's the terrible... network? No, through the previous. Through proof of work. Yeah. Oh. So the there's incentive for miners to not... There's a, I thought you there was something in there that you liked where it was talking about good miners or like yeah, honest miners. Yeah, it's honest modes. Honest nodes. Oh, no, honest nodes and versus honest attacker nodes. Yeah, so miners are incentivized well, yeah it's in the incentive bit yeah to yeah. keep the network going to be honest because they're rewarded yes bitcoin for every blockchain that they yes that's in the incentive portion yeah that's a, that's an important yeah. piece oh it's an awesome that's in the next section delete <laughs> scrub run, run scrub. this part to the next part scrub 2.0 but so this so first we need a network before we can talk about the incentives first we need the nodes before we can talk about why there's incentives. Yes. Okay. To be a node, right? To be to be, to be an honest node. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the steps to run the network, he lists or they, she, she. I keep saying he. I think it's because he he uses he a lot, or they uses he a lot as like referencing just like a general person in this. They just like jump straight to the he, which I commented about. I'm like Satoshi. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't We're bring that up. We're in the new generation. That would have been a curveball. I, like, I don't know how to answer I was like, that. I was like, why is he saying everybody's a he? But it I'm was literally doing the same thing. It was 2008. It was a totally different time. YOLO. Well, I keep saying that, but it's true. I mean, you don't know. Um. Anyway, so this network is, he, they lay out all the steps. <laughs> Damn it. Um. So I was like, well, is this where baby Bitcoins come from? But it's just six easy steps, y'all. Um, so one new transactions are broadcast to all the nodes. So it's, it's kind of like a ticker where it's like, here's all the transactions that happened nodes. And then each node collects a new transaction into its block. So it's like, okay, I'm going to take this from the broadcast and I'm going to basically prove it. Right. So each node works on finding a difficult proof of work for mm -hmm. its block. To, so it's going through and making sure that its block is essentially it's validating it. And then four, when a node finds a proof of work, it broadcasts the block to all the nodes. So it's like, hey, I found all the zeros. I found that this is this is a thing. Hey, all the nodes, look what I found. And so all those nodes are who were working on their blocks look at that and accept the block only if all the transactions are valid and it's not already spent. So it's this is where the double spending gets totally mm -hmm. goodbye. They don't know, right? Yeah. Because all these nodes are are saying, yeah, that's it's there. That's it. That's it. There it is. Um, so they accept the block and then finally, um, six nodes express their acceptance of the block by working on creating the next block from that, that accepted block in the chain, um, using the hash of the accepted block as, as the previous hash. So it takes, basically takes that thing they all accepted and said, yes, this is the one. And they expand from there yeah. to make uh, these long chains oh man i explained that in the beginning and i wish i wouldn't have because this was a much better explanation i know I, well that's why i was kind of trying to be like don't worry about it don't worry about it <laughs> yeah that's where like that's where like the tldr of the abstract was like look at all this stuff and yeah, you're like, oh yeah hard, i can hard, understand that it's hard to answer it and my rabbit hole brain just wants okay. to answer every single piece in one second no, and half great. of them might not even be fully correct you're doing great toots but it makes sense uh 
uh, so this like piggybacking or coming off of proof of work, which I thought was like kind of the most important thing, this network just kind of solidifies the proof of work for me, essentially. This whole little six step thing was just like, oh yeah, okay. We got millions of other computers proving the proof. Right. I was thinking about these little nodes as yeah. like cute little robots that are like beep, 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 and they were just running around going like, uh-huh, 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 like saying yes. Oh, they're, just, they're just minting it. They're just blocking yes. everything out there. Well, oh, they're, cool. well, obviously they're following these six steps because they're honest nodes. They're on, they're kind of the jerks. They're like, no, that's not a real block. Well, I'm, yeah, exactly. Because they're honest. They're making sure. So they, they're either they're tiny, cute robots. Think of Wally. I don't know if you've ever seen Wally. Me? Are you asking the podcast community? Hey, everybody, have you seen the movie Wally? Picture in your mind a little Wally robot who's going around all the bits and the Bitcoin slash um, all this. What's it called? Not Bitcoin only, but uh, crypto. Crypto. All Whoa. these. Oh, okay. All these little robots are going around saying, "Uh huh, that is," or "Uh, that's not." Just a little <laughs> robot shaking its head, yes or no, uh, saying if your bits are correct. <laughs> if we you're, won't, we won't get into it, but some cryptos don't use proof of work. They, <gasps> use, they use proof of stake. Ooh, I don't know if I trust it. Mm. Proof of what? Stake, like uh, go make a stake at four twenty five degrees, medium rare. It's not for this. It's not for this conversation. Oh, fine, we'll talk about that There's later. There's different cryptos, but Bitcoin, worry Put about Bitcoin. Stake away. Bitcoin's the um, only way to go. Anyway, I just look at these, I think of these little nodes as tiny little robots that are just like, yes, no, yes, no, very cute. Um, but anyway, the nodes always consider the longest chain, and that's the part that I highlighted that was like, this is the most important thing, because the longer the chain equals the more proof of work, yes, equals more security, equals good better it's, it's, the best it's very true there right. is, there is the length of the chain is important and um the more miners that are mining mm -hmm. at the same time increases the puzzle strength right and so that also every block has more strength so that does, it's besides just the length it's also how complicated the puzzle was which mm -hmm. increases proof of work right i think they call that the blockchain height but not not, not important um one thing I've wondered, though, because there's so many terms with this, are nodes also miners? Yeah. Yeah, I believe they Essentially. are. Essentially? You can be a node, right? You want to be a node because you basically become your own bank. Yeah, you want to be an honest You want to be an honest node because then if you're making a transaction, you're part of the network and you're mm -hmm. actually validating the work that's going on trustworthily. Right. So one node is called the validation node and the other node is the mining nodes. And the validation nodes make sure that what's mined is actually correct to keep the purity of the network. You don't want to break the network. Mm -hmm. You want the network to hold because you have value in the network. Right. Yeah, so it's which, game theory. Exactly, which is also interesting for this because that's what goes back to that whole idea of community, of this is like- It's absolutely Essentially community. more not, this, I mean, it goes to decentralization, right? Yeah. It's It's money for the people by the people. True. It's small and small groups of honest money people. for the nodes by the nodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, money, store value, and so yeah. Right, right, and so that's that's the part that I thought was interesting. This this connection of network and proof of work. I proof of work. I thought was the most important part that I took away from this document. Cool. Um, next, which is like kind of goes with network and proof of work, but kind of makes it the reason why, um this works essentially is because you have this incentive. So we're talking about incentive is the next section where it talks about um, uh, basically this analogy that the steady addition of constant of amount of new coins is analogous to gold miners expending resources to add gold to circulation. 
So essentially, if I'm making this really, really long block chain, I'm increasing the value of the chain, right? You are adding if value. If to I'm chain. getting all this gold, I'm increasing the value of gold. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, you're adding value to the network and you're adding value to the security. Mm -hmm. The more supply of gold that's in circulation is actually like, a negative value that's like that's how it right if works. you put right if you have more gold then it's like well gold doesn't cost it's not as it's not as valuable because everybody can have gold yeah, but, but when you don't have a lot of it and you're like mm, it's and, special and, and miners are using electricity yes. and a lot of computing power CPU. to validate there yes. we go i got it uh to validate the blockchain mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. the ledger and keep the dlt or the uh, digital ledger Technology, something stupid. Basically, mm -hmm. the blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, keep it going, right? And they're rewarded for that. Yes, and, and they're rewarded um, through this incentive. And, and yeah. so, so this is my question. So nodes create blocks. Yeah, mining, mining nodes. Mm -hmm. um, so by so it says an incentive by convention, the first transaction is a block, or the tr the first transaction transaction in a block is a special transaction. Mm -hmm that starts a new coin owned by the creator of the block. So a node owns, creates a coin, a new coin from a block. The uh, Once, when they, when they mint a block, mm -hmm. I believe this is correct. Once they mint the block, the network knows. So again, minting means that they've like validated. Well, yeah, I'm actually, I don't know if mint is a big thing that the Bitcoin community uses, but yeah. once they've validated, that's probably more what they once would use. they've agreed. Yeah, once they've all validated that that person solved the puzzle, mm -hmm. that person puts their first transaction of right now, every block that is validated, that miner gets 12.5 Bitcoin, which in today's standards, we just we just dropped, it was a, well, uh, it's like, um, what are we at, like 13,000 a coin right now, times for the 12. Bitcoin. Yeah, times uh -huh. the 12. But for all their processing power, right? right? And in different countries, processing power is different. Yes. And they're rewarded with those 12 and a half Bitcoin. They put it on the new block mm -hmm. as the first transaction. Okay. There's been well, supposedly one time where someone forgot to do that and 12.5 Bitcoin I lost because <gasps> they forgot to put it on there. And then once that block has fully been mined, mm -hmm. right? The next block that gets started proves that that previous block was there. It becomes the longest blockchain. Which makes a longer chain, which and makes it more get, secure. Then they get the actual block, yes. uh, Bitcoins. So you got to wait a little bit, but yeah. Okay. So so the one thing, so they're creating they're creating these blocks, which creates coin. Um, and so I was confused because, so he says, like, the, they say this adds incentive for nodes to support the network, provides a way for um, to initially distribute coins into circulation since there's yeah. no central authority to issue them. Yeah. So then I was like, well, then who's issuing coins? Nobody, unless you're, unless you have nodes that are creating blocks to make them. Math. Just math. Just is, the just the code and the process of the, what yeah. how Bitcoin works. It's built in. Once the first one, it's it's a, uh, and yeah, and actually code is right, not really math. I like that you said code. It's it's more so the code. It's it's in the code. Thank you. Right. And every four years, you said this earlier, was having where they're limiting the amount of Bitcoin that's being distributed out. Right. Mm -hmm. And the incentive piece of the puzzle, that's the way to distribute it. Right. What else would you, you can you can do what the government's doing right now and just print three trillion and another two trillion probably in the next half of a month. 
right? Yeah. Or you can slowly over time distribute coins out to people and in fact less add less each time which is um deflationary Mm -hmm. but which is awesome which is powerful it increases the yeah that's the analogy of gold again right pretty pretty much yeah gold's one of the most solid coin one of the most solid uh i don't know financial dollars (laughs) what do you want to call it i guess store value or currency is probably more correct i don't know there's a debate between exactly what bitcoin is but i look at it as a store value right now um so nodes are the creators or so who are these creators are they people are they computers well people who own them people who run them there's multiple nodes there's node farms now i mean so so it's a person who's like i have all these computers that are mining or being nodes people it's a ton people at home so there's two different types of of nodes right there's a mining node Mm -hmm. which is actually crashing crunching the numbers and then there's like a there's the uh validation node too it's basically me Mm -hmm. i have a node and my node is just the entire blockchain so i know everything's valid and i'm there for other miners and other nodes to validate with each other yeah so we sit there and there's two different types so all of the nodes all the nodes are important they basically all carry the entire blockchain so every transaction ever made is on the blockchain and everything can be validated. Right. And so there's millions of them. So no one can really do anything. They can't break anything. No right. One can That's do... what makes it safe. That's what makes it safe. Yeah. So once a predetermined, it says here, once a predetermined number of coins have entered circulation, mm-hmm. the incentive can transition entirely to transaction fees and be completely inflation free. <laughs> yeah. Meaning there'll be no more coins added into circulation okay. which which is inflation free so inflation like right now changes adding, the they're the, at, like the inflation is from what i understand it's like when i say a dollar is a dollar it's not right with inflation a dollar now becomes like does that like later. where you talk about depreciation and inflation that's what i talk about is like the number one thing that's super annoying in the world right right inflation is a hidden tax on us as people right so we say there's like this hidden way that they talk about it. Ten dollars ten years ago is now worth twenty dollars right. according to the government. Right. But in reality, ten dollars ten years ago would have bought you this microphone we have. Mm-hmm. And now it takes me twenty dollars to buy the exact same microphone. Okay. So our money is deflating. Right. It's losing value. It's debasing, as they say. It's right. losing value. Since 1913, the U.S. dollar has lost 93% of its value. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, That's like crazy, what right? they talk about where it's like, back in my day, a McDonald's hamburger only cost 49 cents. And that's because the government is manipulating the market mm-hmm. and throwing QE into 2 to $3 trillion, right? And it's no different than supply and demand when it comes to um, companies. Right. If there's too many people who've made the... Tickle me Elmo, right. it wouldn't be worth the $300. But since mm-hmm. so few did, it's worth a ton of money. And so there's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoin mm-hmm. ever. Right. right. And there's like 400 million millionaires. Yeah. Right. So it's going to get worth a lot of money. You know, there's no way to really know. There's a lot of number guesses out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then every four years, less and less are put into the network, which right. means there's less supply. Right. And right now, people are getting more and more interested in it, mm-hmm. which means it's rising in value. But it also makes you an incentive for you to... So this is this is how it's incentivized, since it is becoming so... 
So it's incentivized to not hurt the network. Right, right? exactly. So the there's all the good nodes or the happy nodes. Stay honest. Them? An honest node. An honest I wrote node. here in my notes, be an honest node or and, you can't <clears throat> sit with us. And so to, to break the network, mm-hmm. you have to own like, you remember how you were talking, you had to prove the next block. The proof of work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you were saying it earlier. To beat that, you basically have every single node in the network is mm-hmm. trying to figure that next block out. Right. So the only way to hypothetically beat it would to be 51% of the network. Oof. And if you're 51% of the network, there's a chance you're going to be the first to find the next blocks. Mm. Right? But the incentive, which is game theory, is what's the point? Right. If if a Bitcoin right now is worth, say, 30 grand, and you're going to go in there and try to break a transaction because right. you want it, then you're going to lose the the... I guess the trust, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I know you're probably going to get to that. Yeah, well, it's what they say right here that uh, so if somebody was greedy, they would have to choose between using um, like if they had extra CPU power to just like go in and just start like mining the crap out of everything, basically like mm-hmm. getting all these like going power through all the honest nodes and everything. Um, they would have to choose between using to you're basically to defraud people by stealing back their payments mm-hmm. yeah that's or all you using can do. it to generate new coins so you could either contribute to the network or you would have to almost sabotage it basically yeah. if you send a transaction of like 20 million coins if you had 20 million coins i don't know why you'd send that and try to bring it back right it'd be insane but then you bring it back now you've lost everyone doesn't believe in this anymore because the system doesn't exactly. work then the 20 million dollars that you had doesn't is now worth zero right so you're incentivized what would you rather do that or mine twelve point five coins uh-huh. every couple of weeks. That's and then and that's what Satoshi says. That says he ought to find it more profitable to play by the rules. Exactly. So I follow rules. Uh, well, such rules that favor him with more new coins than everyone else combined, than to undermine the system and the validity of its own wealth of his own wealth. Yeah. So I, this is where I wrote: be an honest note, or you can't sit with us. Which uh, I think we should put on a shirt. If you're not an honest note. Get out. Podcast Beta 1.0 has a t-shirt idea already. <laughs> one bad node ruins the bunch. Um, mm. One rotten node. Um, so yeah, so the incentive is to be an honest node because that's what will keep the blockchain going. It also encourages longer chains, right? Yeah, yeah the chain never stops, basically. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Because It's like a big, big... Big strand of DNA. Which makes it better for everybody, right? That makes That's what causes Bitcoin costs to go up. No, that just causes it. The, what causes it to go up is mostly supply and demand, the amount of people using it. Oh, okay. It, it is a, maybe it's a root cause to the outcome mm-hmm. is that, that everyone trusts it. Right. Everyone, no, it's validated. We wouldn't even call it trust. It's validated is mm-hmm. what they say. And that causes people to say, hey... I'm either going to lose 20% of my money in US dollar, mm-hmm. or I could put it in Bitcoin. It can hold its value or rise. Okay. I like it. Um, the next section, uh, we're getting down to the last few sections, but the next section was, this one I don't really know what we need to talk about. It is kind of, it seems like it's just talking about storage. Uh, it's called reclaiming disk space. Yeah, like, it's talking about the Merkle tree. This? Yeah, it talks about the Merkle tree. It's basically yeah. so as you go through this whole block, and you're talking about how these blockchains and all this stuff is long. And the long is good, but you're also kind of like, wow, that's like a lot of tracing through data, right? Is that what I'm getting into a little bit here? Where it's like there's all this stuff 
connected together. Well, that's How the, do we keep track of it all? The whole blockchain, the whole point is to make sure you validate all the way down to the root block, right? The Genesis right, block. Right. And right now, I think one block is 500 gigabytes, give or take, right? So, so, yes. so, so to run a node, you need five. But there's also things called light, light nodes, which uses this random thing called the Merkle. Mm-hmm. Tree, Markle tree, which talks about hooking up at certain numbers and lightens the amount that you need. Yeah, it's for our conversation. I don't think it's all that necessary. What what is interesting? What well, he believed that we would need that. Yeah. Early on, but then it goes on to talk about Moore's law. Did it talk about Moore's law at all? Yep, it does. It says that right with computer systems typically selling um, with two gigabytes of RAM as of two thousand eight, uh, when this was released, and Moore's law predicting a current growth of one point two gigabytes per year. Storage should not be a problem, even if the block headers uh, must be kept in memory. Yeah, so Moore's Law um, was created back when CPUs first were created. Mm-hmm. I forgot the guy's first name, but his last name is Moore. And he predicts that, and he has predicted, and it's held true, that uh, processing power will double every two years. Wow. Um, so meaning, basically, that works with uh, storage space, too. So every two years, it doubles. So he assumed the amount that the blocks, that's why he... That's why he probably did one megabyte every 10 minutes. I actually don't know. It's kind of funny you bring that up. He That's knows that the um, amount of Moore's Law will increase where they'll have the space and the processing power to do it. Right. So yeah. the re- reclaiming disk space is not really like... Mm-hmm. No, we don't have to worry too much about it. Then any of the math, I can't explain all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to get into... Um, yeah, that's like the <laughs> the calculations part and like... How to basically the calculations part and like the math is basically uh reinforcing that it's safe essentially. But uh-huh. um, he talks about simplified payment verification. Um, it says so he says uh it is possible to verify payments without running a full network node, mm-hmm. and that was where I was kind of like, wait, wait a minute, how don't you need the honest nodes? The merc, the merc, there's there'll be honest nodes in the network that are hosting that they can check with and then um the merkle tree helps like prove that it's touching the root number and then it's able to figure it out by attaching itself to different merkles it's okay. a very it's and i don't quite grasp it all yeah that's like very extensive because it's kind of talking about like you keep the block headers of the longest proof of work chain mm-hmm. that's basically like the most important part you actually explained that earlier too by the way you said that when you were adding the new block and you took the header mm-hmm. yeah and that's like the that's the most important part is just Here's this this header, this like main bit. Because it's pretty much got all all of the Merkle tree works where it just constantly adds each hash together mm-hmm. through the tree. So you have the final hash that if you were to run through the Merkle tree, it would answer all the questions. Right. Just like the puzzle. So by linking by backwards. linking a transaction or a branch of this tree or this piece to a place in the chain. You can see the network nodes have accepted it. The blocks added after it further confirm that it's accepted. Yeah, and they can confirm backwards if they need so to. So it's mostly just kind of like simplifying all of this connection. That's like all the stuff that's gone on, not and on, not. Yeah, and, and I don't think any part of it and still have it. I don't think people verified. even talk about that part of the puzzle anymore because what's it's. I don't think it's needed anymore. No. Some groups do it for their wallets to store, but don't. Right, like that. He, like they talk about more so in a sense of like businesses that receive frequent payments will probably want. To run their own nodes for more independent security. Exactly what I was talking about. You're basically your own bank. You're gonna right. want the full node. Right. And that's so that's where like you you would want. Uh, I, I believe a purist in the Bitcoin world mm-hmm. would kill you for even talking about not a full node. 
And by kill you, I mean just berate you and troll you on Twitter. I say that was a little too much. Well, let's just take it back. Though. Listen, I'm a human person. They'll, uh, feelings. They just don't believe, they believe you're either a full motor or you're not a Bitcoiner. Gotcha. It's pretty hard out there. But, you know, like in the wild, wild west of all of the Bitcoin slash in the crypto world, it's hard to be a full node. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. You gotta start somewhere. That's true. Yeah. So. One, one node at a time. One node at a time. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Um, so from the simplification payment, we go into combining and splitting value. Yeah. It's, um, uh, there's nothing too crazy there. Yeah. It talks, it, it talks about like, um, it's just like paying with dollars today. Right. If you need to buy something for seven bucks it's and basically, you have 10 like, yeah, or five and a couple twos. Right. It's just like, it's basically just talking about like transacting what goes in and what goes out. It would rather you block as many together as possible because right. there's a limit to the amount of blocks that can happen. That's what they're saying. You said it would be unwieldy to make a separate transaction for every cent in a transfer. And they do talk about like how... Like, if you're like, I'm going to make the, only this much amount of a transaction this time, it would be unwieldy just be like every single thing. It would be. There is a limit to the amount that a blockchain right. can handle, especially that's where that 1.2 megabyte comes in. And there's, there's stories about other groups who have different theories on what they should do. Um, and so... That's kind of like philosophical Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it, it can't, it truly won't be able to handle like every transaction that we do for a latte. Gotcha. Like it, I think it's like 500 million transactions a year, a day or something like that. I yeah. can't remember the amount. And then like, it might be 5 million, something around there. And then like, like Visa does like 1.2 billion Ooh. an hour or something crazy like that. So like. People believe, and he says peer-to-peer transaction, but or he or she says that, Satoshi? Yeah, peer-to-peer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe it's more like large-scale storage. Mm. Interesting. Uh, privacy. So our next section is about privacy. I feel already pretty okay, though, because ever since proof-of-work, I'm feeling pretty good about all of this. But uh, it just talks about like public keys. And private keys, keeping public keys anonymous. Um, the public can see that someone is sending an amount to someone else but without information linking the transaction to anyone. So I, de- I basically deduced from this whole privacy um, discussion that like no one can know how many bits I have. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, it can be traced to you. So there's right. there were things like Silk Road, if you heard of Silk Road, yeah. where it was an underground place using Bitcoin to buy and sell like drugs and prostitutes and stuff that went under. Yikes. But at the end of the day, some when you when you turn it into US dollars, yes. you can only do that through like an institution. And at the end of the day, they can trace it to who you are. Right. But the transactions on the network are totally anonymous. Right. You'll never so really the know. The risk is that if the owner of the key is revealed, linking could reveal other transactions that belong to the same owner. But mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. There's like, things in place to stop that. Right, like you never exactly. send to the same hash, if you will, or code or key. Mm-hmm. You always send to different ones. Right. Yeah. And so it just talks about how those keys and codes are, you have public and private, all that fun stuff. And that, yeah, that's that's the difficult part. Like that private key is super important. Yes. If you ever create your own private key, which most custodials these days, if you buy something, they handle it for you. Mm. Um, but again, the purists <laughs> will say, you need, if you don't, I think it's something like, don't own your key, don't own your coin. Hmm. It's always don't own your key, don't own your Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that argument because if you're going, if you quote unquote are peers, you're coming from the exact 
decentralized. Of the right. You, you, someone else owns your key. Right. You're not decentralized. Then it's not, it's, then you're not really some, fully in the bits. Some people take it so far, like if you were to store your key, right, which you own, right? Mm -hmm. You own your key or own your Bitcoin. Yep. If you were to store it in like a lockbox at a Chase Bank, they're like, you're, you're not decentralized because <laughs> Chase Bank has you. And I'm always like, Ay. yeah, that's my answer. I don't really have an answer. They're kind of right. They're kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not. No, there's a lot of uh, all these arguments. It's difficult. Like but, like storing all that stuff on your own is very very hard and pretty yes. pretty risky. But you don't you don't have to go that route. That's the thing that's important for everyone to know. There's so many different ways to take it. That's what I hope to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like I know we're talking about the white paper, but I really hope we can talk about like level one purchase like this. Yep. You know, I call it beer money. Mm -hmm. Purchase weekly. Purchase monthly. Purchase what you're comfortable. Spending instead of being blacked out, you just right. bought some Bitcoin. Could be worth a lot, could be worth nothing, but you don't care. Right. And how to do it and how to do it safely. Totes. That's what I want to get into too. Because that's that's almost even like a discussion of investing in general too. Not even just in Bitcoin. Just yeah. We should get into that. We should your get, money work. We should get you. into the philosophical reasons of why Bitcoin is important and why the system we have now is totally terrible. Uh yeah. So privacy is. I mean. That's not really, I mean, it just, it's kind of just revalidating something that already was validated, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, we get to calculations. And this is where I wrote, ooh, hacking, because basically these calculations are put in place to make sure that attacker nodes can't change the chain, can't, you know, mm. it makes it hard for them to basically corrupt the system in the network. Um, but I also wrote, oh no, math and logic. Yeah, delete. Um, because it's basically, I mean, it's it's essentially the calculation part is just like, here's a proof, right? It's showing like if probability of an honest nose finds the next block is greater than probability of yeah. attacker finds the next block, then uh -huh. X will happen basically, right? Um, so it's just kind of, the calculations are basically just kind of reinforcing how this is not something that is... Not saying it's not hackable, but it's you know like the more it's safe. The more and more honest nodes you get, right? Nodes are so I highlight this part. Nodes are not going to accept an invalid transaction as payment, and honest nodes will never accept a block containing them. Perfect, exactly right. And the more and more there is, the more secure this gets. Exactly, and an attacker can only try to change one of his own transactions to take back money he recently spent. Yeah. But in order for him to do that, and then catch up to all the proof of work and all the work that the nodes are doing. It's just, it's, it's a fool's race. It's totally true. Um, I got ahead of myself again, didn't I? No. I said that a while ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just, this calculation part is just to kind of, kind of, kind of show you how everything is safe, um, is what I got from it. So, uh, one thing I thought was interesting was he said, they say, uh, we assume the sender is an attacker. Who wants to make the recipient believe he paid for uh he paid him for a while then switch to pay back to himself after some time has passed so it's basically talking about how like um people are trying to you know work the system where they're they're putting out a transaction of like i have this much that i'm sending out and then they try to like take it back in order to take that money back while also trying to get more from the network and I I wrote like it's like having fake pay where you have a dollar on a string and you like give that dollar to somebody and then you reel it in, and so that's what it's, fishy dollar right. And but it, it's 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 interesting how like the calculations and and the math, but also the code, which I'll talk about in a second, um, kind of reinforces that it's like no, he can't do that. 
like there's just the way that this is set up to run doesn't let that happen mm-hmm. which so, i thought was interesting it's low probability because yeah. if you think about all the times that people have done this i mean financially in our actual normal money system a fraud right and gotten not gotten away with it but essentially have made billions off of it mm-hmm. until they got caught uh I just thought it was interesting how this system is set up to not let that happen. You can't. There's no fake money in it. From the get-go. 21 million like, of them. They, they released this paper and they already had that in place. Boy. Which I thought was so interesting. Um, it, there's a part of the code. So first of all, let me just say, I love computer code. As somebody who, I don't understand computer code, but when I look at it, um, I just, I love coding because it's so, again, going back to this like pureness of like the, not the pureness of the internet because the internet is not pure, but like just like Satoshi and like this creation, the code is just like, I looked at one part of it and it says like, it has a, a hashtag, uh, a pound sign. Is that ampersand? No. A pound sign? Octothorpe. <laughs> so it has a pound sign. And it says, it says like hashtag pound include. And then it has like in the code math <laughs> and i was just like ah look at you computer code you're just like let there be math and then it goes it's a, it's right a it's a function it's like okay guys i'm gonna do some math and then it lays in the the code of basically the the computer code of setting up this network to function but i just thought how how sweet where it's like okay friends mm-hmm. let there be math and then it puts all the code in there where it's like if the you know blah 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 blah, blah like has basically a proof uh but I was just, I wrote like, LOL, code. Let there be man. I always love reading coding books and you'd read this book. Import, like that's one thing I remember. I had a... Import Flash? Yes, I had a... Um, that's what you're thinking probably. I had a roommate who, I remember her her computer coding, like the first class she took of computer coding um, when we were in college. I remember her showing me like her homework and it was like this turtle uh, that you had to make like do things and like the first thing that you did was in the code was like import turtle yeah what year was this i don't like know but it was like, let there be turtle was it a green screen i don't know but she like could make the turtle like flip on its back like the turtle on fire oh, like yeah, all this a, stuff this is like what i think my brother and sister had to do this when they were in like sixth grade well but it was like the basic thing like it was a basic intro it was, it's the greatest game in the world it was great it. Yeah. it was great and she showed me that and i was like this is amazing this is this is computer coding she's like yeah i was like this is awesome i was so glad you're doing this this is good um so anytime i see computer coding now i think i just think of import turtle so when i saw include math i was like yeah let there be math <laughs> And I just thought it was cute. And I just, I love computer coding, mm. even though I don't understand it. I don't know if uh, you just simplified all of Bitcoin to import turtle, flip turtle. I just love, I love how computer coding is like, this is how it is. Let me just lay it all out for you. It's very specific. Here it is. It should here's, be easier to read. Right. Here's the fact. Here's the data. Here, That's how it is. All here's this function. Here's this calculation. You run it. That's it. If any of the core Bitcoin developers read this or listen to this, they are going to just have a blast. Why? Because I'm just like, code is so cute. No, just because they're like, oh, that's so cool. Her. But it's, I like, I appreciate that, especially, especially coming into this realm, knowing that, that this code is just like, here it is. Right? Like. That's how, yeah, that's how code is supposed to be written. Exactly. supposed to be written like a novel. I like that though. And, and that's why I like the fact that we have like this crypto verse because it's, it's all code. You can go read all of the crypto code. Yeah. You can read all of it online. Yeah. You can watch what the developers are changing. Right. You can have say in it. Yes. 
You that's can, the part that you is can, good. You can code and, too. Interesting. Exactly. And they and can do what's called a pull request if they decide to add it to the core. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I, 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 it goes back to that whole part of this that's like community, right? Like it goes back to this whole part of this that is, this is your money working for you by you intrinsically together, uh, which I think is so cool, which the, I think is why what, it's kind of so revolutionary. What are the three arms of the government, like the judiciary? The branches of the government? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One of the three. Executive? Exactly. You're going to know them all. People think that some, <laughs> I won't, obviously, but someone wrote an article where, where they're all three. Like the miners are Judicial. one. Okay. The the users are another. Uh-huh. And the nodes are another. Or is that all of them? Yeah. And then uh, the developers are the third. Ah. Right. And so all three of them are different branches of the, go- of the but government. But they're working together to create what it is. Right? Yeah. But it's a consensus but it's, it's not, not a seven, hierarchy. It's not seven white dudes in a room. Right. So everything. it's not a hierarchy. No, it's a consensus of right. everything. If I decide what they're changing isn't enough, I'll take my money out. Right. If if the miners decide the changes aren't right, they'll go on a whole different block. Mm. And then you get and to decide. And that changes the, the ledger. Well, in a way. I mean, yeah. it gets crazy like that. But it, it's consensus driven for Which, the yeah. world. Yeah. And everyone gets a choice. I like that. And it makes sense. So it's like, I mean, it's like what we said before with the proof of work and the note saying like, yep, that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. I like, I, that's why. And when I was looking at all the coding and stuff, like, I kind of reinforced like, you know, the, I guess, transparency of it, essentially. Like the kind of, I mean, it's all out there. It's all out there. It's absolutely on the table. all out there. It's not a smoke and mirror of like what, like how I've approached investing and I feel like how a lot of people kind of approach investing in money and financial things, it does feel like a lot of like cloak and dagger smoke and mirror because you're like, I just don't know. Yeah. And and there's all these people that, I mean, it's their job to know and and for you not to know, that's why they get paid. Absolutely. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that's not a bad thing because obviously like clearly I don't know shit. So it is good that those people exist because we need them in order for this to function. But it's just nice with this Bitcoin thing because it it's all on the table. And if you were taking the time to learn it and and know it and kind of experience it and see it it's you can fully function in it you can be in it and that's that's the part that i think is so interesting it's not it's not difficult right it's not and it's getting easier right and and that's important and it's more approachable it's getting more valid Mm -hmm. there's getting more nodes there's getting public interest private interest right it's a hell of a time to get involved yeah which brings us to To our rabbit hole conclusion down the um, rabbit hole from yeah. where we started. Well, basically, the conclusion just says, like, so here's how we proved how we kind of mitigated this problem of double spending and getting rid of this third party and kind of solving these problems that we've had typically with uh, transactions and exchanges of, of the monies. Um, and kind of just talking about how this is just kind of making things more simple, making things more one-to-one. Uh, yeah, I I guess the conclusion just kind of wraps it up in, in a bow of. Do you have questions? On it? Yeah, read one of the sentences. Uh, I mean, like no, I didn't. I did for a second, but then I was like, oh, never mind. Um, but it's just that the conclusion is just like, okay, we've we've basically proposed this system for transactions that don't need a trust, don't need that third party. Um, so you talk about just basically like how things are created. Uh this peer-to-peer network using proof of work. So mm-hmm. proof of work validates the safety, records, everything's public. You have a public history of all the transactions. It's all 
computed um, to make it safe, basically, so attackers can't control it. Um, and honest nodes control majority of the CPU power. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I like this. My favorite part is it says the network is robust in its unstructured simplicity. Yeah, that's it. A lot of people comment on that. And I mean, it's a good thing to comment on because it really, that's like what, that's what it boils down to is that like this whole system that has been creative, um, it's just, it's simple. It's just, this is how it works. This is what happened. Here's the process. Yeah. And it's, that's it. It's quite amazing. People and compare, on and on and on. People compare it to like the internet in terms of like the internet was like a, like a network disruption, mm-hmm. like a, a social disruption and, and like an information disruption, right? Like before I had to get a book, yeah. before I had to know through tribal knowledge, mm-hmm. now I can hop online and I don't know, these days in age, 50% of it's real, 50% of it's place. Mm-hmm. But the financial system is skewed in complicated, made up stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is trying to change that. And it's trying to disrupt the financial system. Right. And it's eight pages long. <laughs> and and it's all laid out there it's yeah. eight pages long it's i mean yeah some of it is like it's not like you're going to be able to look at the calculations part and understand all that you code you don't need to know and, all. and understand all of that quote-unquote all the math how but, many how many terms of services but, have you signed right 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 but it's but, but it's there days. but it's like but he's still gonna put it there no matter what you or she they are gonna put it there no matter <laughs> what because it's it's information you gotta know and do you have to understand it? No. Like, do I need to understand, like, what the lambda of this <laughs> equation means? No, not Absolutely, really. Absolutely, you don't. But it's there. It's if not. I wanted to know it, you know, it's like, it's all laid out. Oh, yeah. Sky's the limit. Um, but yeah, so that's the white paper in honor of spooky season, Halloween, when this white paper for Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer electronic like 12, cash 12 system. Years, 12 years ago. Came, wow, today. that's crazy. 12 years ago. Yeah. Uh, ouch. <laughs> that yeah. hurted. 12 years. It doesn't seem like it was 12 years. Yikes. Um, But yeah, when, there we go. Happy you, happy birthday, white paper. When did you first hear about Bitcoin? When did I first hear about When I met you. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I met you, I first ago. heard about it. No. All right. Well, that is the end of this one. We'll move on to different stories in the future. Thanks for tuning in and listening to our two sets. See you next time.